The Bob Hope Show. With Francis Langford, Jerry Colonna, Vera Vague, and Skinny Ennis and his orchestra. And now here he is, the star of the show, Bob Hope. Gentlemen, this is Bob broadcasting in the Stockton Airfield Hope. <laughs> well, here we are at the here we are at the Stockton Airfield in the San Joaquin Valley. San Joaquin—that's Spanish for "Don't fly so low, you're splashing grape juice in my eyes." <laughs> We came up here in a Greyhound bus. It must have been a Greyhound to chase rabbits all the way. <laughs> Boy, we had some gas. It was worse than that wartime stuff. The bus driver really had to coax that bus along. In fact, he got every, out every two blocks and fed a dog biscuit. <laughs> what gas? We didn't have a ping in the engine. We'd go up a hill and it would play the bells of St. Mary. <laughs> I don't know where they get that stuff they're using for gas now, but I looked in the engine and a fish stuck his head out of the carburetor and said, Hey, bud, how do I get back to the Sacramento River? <laughs> I, I put three vitamin pills in my gas tank the other day. I don't know if it helped or not, but ten minutes later, I was 11,000 feet over Pomona in a dog fight with a P-38. <laughs> But tonight we're broadcasting to the Air Cadets of Stockton. Air Cadet, that's an aviator with a backseat driver. <laughs> I guess we got it there, don't we? Yes, sir, some of these cadets and OLTs here are only 17 years old. 17, that's a wonderful age, Crosby's horses tell me. And you should see these cadets. Are they young and innocent? <laughs> oh. Just as... Please, let's follow the script, fellas. <laughs> Just to give you an idea, one eager beaver was out with a girl, and when she started to pucker, he ran out and bought her a lipstick. <laughs> Are you going to believe the script to yourself? <laughs> Stockton is 40 miles from Sacramento, as the crow used to fly. He doesn't fly anymore. There's so many cadets in the air, he's afraid to take off. <laughs> and I found out why they call it Stockton here. On Saturday nights, these boys go into town and take stock in anything that's under a ton. <laughs> this field is in the center of the California Champagne Belt. It's surrounded by wineries. Wineries. In fact, the Army had to put one wine press out of business to hold the morning fog down to 3.2. Wine press, that's the grapes, what a tactical offer is to cadets. (laughs) 
And they got a fast system out here of making wine out of the grapes. Girls go along the rows and do the picking while the soldiers follow right behind and do the squeezing. Man, there goes that song again. He's doing it. Wrap it up, dear boy. There goes that song again. We used to call it our serenade. We fell in love when we heard it play. Over and over and over and over again. I still remember when I sang the words and they made you mine. I'd steal a kiss and repeat each line. Over and over and over and over and then We drifted apart You walked off with my heart It's funny how one listens Got me reminiscing I'd soon forget that yen I told myself when you said so long But I was wrong There goes that song again Forget that game. I told myself when you said so long, but I was wrong when I said so long. There goes that song again. Skinny Ennis singing, there goes that song again. Skin, you've got a voice that's on top. You only had a body underneath. Say, Skin, isn't this San Joaquin Valley wonderful? Yeah, Bob, you know, they tell me on a clear day, you can see the high Sierras from here. Well, why are you so interested in the high Sierras? Man, when these guys here get a three-hour pass, where do you think the Stockton girls go to hide? (laughs) That reminds me, I gotta go up and check on my bear traps. Say, Bob, I saw your picture Your picture of the princess and the pirate last week Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy You sound like Crosby (laughs) Kenny, are you sure you saw the picture? Here's my affidavit from the usher Tell you, you really look nice tonight. Uh, Bob, I went to the preview of your new picture, The Princess and the Pirate, and you were superb in it. Francis, you look beautiful tonight. <laughs> I look almost as pretty as you do on the cover of Look Magazine this oh, week. Oh, that's not coming. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, don't get I sneaky. attended the premiere with Skinny Ennis and Professor Colonna, Bob. Well, what about Vera Vague? Did she go to see my picture, too? No, her option doesn't come up till next week. <laughs> Oh, 
Well, anyway, the picture was a big hit. It sure was, Bob. Gee, all that screaming and hollering every time you were on the screen. It's amazing. Oh, I don't know what's so amazing about it. Well, you haven't even got a sore throat. (laughs) Well, it was a small theater. But right now, Francis, I have a special surprise for you tonight. Oh, I didn't notice, Bob. You're wearing shoes. No, Francis, I really have a surprise I'd like to introduce a soldier stationed here at Stockton Airfield My brother Sergeant, I mean Staff Sergeant, that's $2 more My brother My brother Staff Sergeant George Hope How about that? At ease, man Oh Thanks for putting me on your show, Bob. <laughs> Never mind that. Where's the carton of cigarettes? That's... <laughs> and don't hand them to me in front of the band. You hear me? Wait, George, do any of the fellas here realize that you're my brother? I think so, Bob. Those rattlesnakes couldn't have crawled into my bed. It's <laughs> pretty good delivery for lousing it up. Well, those rattlesnakes saw those stripes, they probably crawled right out again, didn't they, huh? Well, I'm glad to be on your show, Bob. Do you remember the time you told Ma you wanted to be a uh, radio comedian? Yeah, I can still taste the soap. <laughs> Say, Bob, who's that chick there? Oh, oh, Francis, I want you to meet my brother. Oh, brother. Oh, sister. <laughs> Oh, nuts. Gee, <laughs> he's cute, Bob. Yeah, yeah, well, handsome faces run in our family, Francis. <laughs> How does mine look? Like it ran too far. <laughs> Gosh, George, so you're Bob's brother. Tell me, what was your IQ when you went in the Army? What's an IQ? You're Bob's brother. (laughs) But tell me, George, are you two very close? No, I spend mine. (laughs) Say, (laughs) really... Regardless of the jokes, George, always remember you're my brother, and my success is your success. Name it, and you can have anything under the sun. Anything under the sun? How about five? Cloudy day, isn't it? (laughs) Say, do you still go to the family reunions, Bob? No, I just mail it to him now. Say, George, (laughs) remember when we were home how you used to wear my things? I used to wear hot clothes, didn't I? Hot. Every time I went out with them, the police picked me up. Say, Bob, I'll bet when you were kids you used to give George your hand-me-down. I certainly did, and that reminds me, you know, I gave him everything. uh, Yeah, and that reminds me. Bob, will you quit sending those things to me? I should never get on that side of the mic. I always... Brothers, we did all lines three times. Go ahead, will you? Yeah, and that reminds me. Bob, will you quit sending those things to me? George, I was only trying to be nice. I know, but in the Army, Bob, you don't wear bloomers. 
Well, I shouldn't say that. Bob was always a wonderful brother to me, Francis. Before I went out on a date, he'd take me in the study and have a heart-to-heart talk with me. Can you picture Bob having a heart-to-heart talk with me about girls? <laughs> of course I can. He even looks like Lewis Stone. <laughs> George, let's do a little scene showing you getting ready for your first date and me, the big brother, giving you some advice. Okay. So, Mr. Anthony, music skin, please. <laughs> Say, George, I hear you got a date tonight. Yep, and with a girl. <laughs> how do I look? You just shaved for the first time, didn't you? Yeah, how can you tell? You got your ears on backwards. <laughs> Gee, my first date. Can I borrow your car? There ain't no gas in it. Who wants to drive? <laughs> Bob, thanks for letting me wear your straw hat. Oh, that's okay. I'm only sorry I couldn't find the brim. <laughs> Gee, you're really a sharp dresser, Bob. Yep, I ain't had no complaints. And you know how to act around women. Yep, I've had complaints. <laughs> Gee, Bob, it's my first date. I don't know how to act. When we go to the drugstore for soda, shall I be like you, or should I pay for them? <laughs> How can you think of letting the girl pay for the sodas? Be a gentleman. Pick up the check and match her for it. We might go to the picture show. What's the first thing a guy does when he takes a girl to the movies? Steals the bulb out of the usher's flashlight. Well, I'm ready to go, Bob. On the final word of advice, George, remember, when you go over to your girl's house, be a gentleman. Call on your manners. And if she wants to hold hands with you, call on your conscience. And if she wants to sit on the sofa... What do I do then? Call on me. <laughs> How about that? That's my little brother, George. Staff Sergeant George. Thank you, George. Thanks a million. Here's Francis Langford singing I'm Making Believe, dedicated to the boys around a glass of 3.2. Oh. 
like we used to do. broken with those great big beautiful eyes those great big beautiful eyes that tell such beautiful lies how many times have you kissed somebody like you kissed me just then i don't believe you mean it oh but baby kiss me again how many hearts have you stranded on the dreamy road to romance baby i'll take a chance i need I'm loving, I just can't resist you, even though I'm wild, to how many hearts you have broken, with those great big beautiful eyes, Hearts you have broken with those big, big, beautiful eyes. Bob has spent a wonderful day here at Stockton Army Air Base. He is showing our little squirrel bumps of the field. We now find them in the observation tower. These cadets, they're such wonderful flyers. Look at that one over there. He's doing barrels, roll, and how you say it, um, loops-de-loops. Yeah, but that's nothing, Bumpsy. You should see him after he takes off. <laughs> tell me, tell me, Bumpsa, how did you ever get past the sentry? Oh, I have a good system. What's your system? I make hubba-hubba with hula-hula. What do you think of all these air cadets here, Bumpsa? Mm, just like my native island. Just like your native island? Mm, yes. Green, but dangerous. Control tower to all cadets. Control tower to all cadets. Here is the weather report. Barometer, perfect. Precipitation, perfect. Wind, perfect. Visibility, perfect. Ceiling, seven inches. (laughs) 
control tower. Cadet Kelowna. Cadet Kelowna, calling control tower. I'm two miles above the Sierras, lost in a snowstorm. Cadet Kelowna? Kelowna, are you in a plane? Well, I'd hate to think this was the Sacramento bus. <laughs> I don't believe you're a flyer, Kelowna. Have you any combat experience? Ah, yes, Hope. Sank three jack warships, bombed Berlin 15 times, downed 50 Messerschmitts. Then I had to quit. You had to quit? Why, Kelowna? Fell off the stool at Maddie's. <laughs> I must explain, Maddie's. that's the Stockton Sewing Circle. <laughs> they sew anything up to 14 inches. Say, Hope, questions come up. How many men in the crew of a B-24? How many men in the crew of a B-24? Ten men, Kelowna. Not five? No. I should know better. It always happens when I fly upside down. <laughs> Kelowna, shake your head and see if it rattles. Okay, Hope. <laughs> For a minute, you had me worried. <laughs> but tell me, how high are you, Kelowna? 2,000 feet, Hope, and it's awful. What's so awful about it? The plane's at 10,000 feet. <laughs> I'm in trouble. I'll have to make a crash landing. Well, I'll come and rescue you. But, Professor, what about your latitude and longitude? They're no fools. They've already bailed out. <laughs> Great was had, Hope. I'll try to climb over the Sierra. Look out, Colonel. You're going to run into that mountain. I just hope I can fly over that mountain with my eyes shut. Maybe I should have peeked. <laughs> well, hang on, Professor. I'll organize a rescue party and be right there. Say, Bumpster. You know your way around underbrush pretty well, don't you? Oh, yes. Me kiss professor often. Come on, Mr. <laughs> Come on, Mr. Hope. We take this path. Oh, but Bumper, Bumper, that pass looks like it leads to nothing but wilderness, and if we follow that, we make it lost together. We'd be all alone with nobody around, and it would be days before we'd be reached, and... Well, don't stand there. Lead the way. <laughs> Gee, Bumper, with all these mountains around here, we should be able to hear our echoes. Listen. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> Why? Why, it's very vague up in the mountains. I didn't think we were up this high. Well, goodness, it's you, Mr. Hope, and up in the Sierra. Of course it's me. Why, are you surprised? Well, yes, a man promised me a regular pack mule. <laughs> In California, you can do it, too. <laughs> you sound like a bunch of tourists, but good health. Good health is a wonderful thing, Miss Vague. My motto is a sound mind and a healthy body. Oh, that's nice. You can have two goals to shoot at. <laughs> uh, tell me, 
Jackie, what are you doing here, Mr. Holmes? Well, I, we're on our way to save a flyer. Oh, fine. Save one for me, too. <laughs> Joe, we're trying to find Pilot Kelowna, but you know, Miss Vegas, dangerous for a woman to be in these mountains alone. Yes. Supposing some strange man slipped up from behind and put his arms around you, what would you say then? Finally! <laughs> Uh, tell me, uh, what are you doing here? Oh, this, uh, oh, look, I'd, I'd like to take you with me, Miss Vague. I'll find it. I'd like to there take you. There you are, right uh, here, Mr. Yes, Holmes. I see it, I see it. You really Page think five. you can make it up? Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> what was that? Orson Welles came in and pointed, huh? <laughs> look, do you really think you can make it up the mountain, Miss Vague? Oh, yes, I feel fit as a fiddle. <laughs> Yes, but you could stand some restringing. <laughs> oh, you dear boy. Yeah. Oh, my, you're flying, aren't you? <laughs> Still flying ten years after your brain washed out. <laughs> Miss Vague, how come you so, know so much about outdoor life? Uh, well, you see, Mr. Hope, I used to belong to Boy Scouts. Miss Vague, why didn't you join the Girl Scouts? Well, look at you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you know, Mr. Hope, a lot of people are making money in these mountains hunting wolves. Oh, that's right, Miss Vague. Why don't you try it? They're offering bounties. <laughs> Silly boy, who do you think's offering them? <laughs> whistle for Kelowna. Is that a St. Bernard? Oh, that's me. Say, you all right, Kelowna? Have you had anything to eat? I'm stealing some eagle's, uh, some eagle's eggs now, Hope. He, he gagged. He gagged. Say that you're making him. into the nest and pretend I'm one of her young. Well, Kelowna, does she believe that you're one of her young? I don't think so, Hope. Why not? She keeps feeling my mustache and singing, Is you is or is you ain't my baby? <laughs> come on over here. Are you, how are you going to get across the canyon? Tip, Hope, I'll jump across. But, Kelowna, if you miss, you'll fall 5,000 feet into the bottom of the canyon. You'll be broken into a thousand pieces. Broken into a thousand pieces? Now, nah, says Hope. I won't even take off my coat. Here I go. Kelowna! 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 I'll answer as soon as I find the part that talks. Here's Francis singing a song that the boys in the Pacific really ate up. Well, I'll be seeing you 
love you that way I'll see you in the morning sun And when the night is blue I'll be looking at the moon But I'll be seeing you Service.